And we are coming down in three, two, one. Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. New. Oh, uh, just Kyle here, but just Kyle here. The Master is Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. And uh, we're back. You. No, we're not. Everybody go home. Mace, Mace said it best. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I like that. Good reference. Thanks, man. I'd really like to know who broke the Mickey Mouse. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, before we get started, Kyle, Kyle, can you take us through this? This is kind of, this is big. We have a statue of Mickey Mouse for Christmas and it broke. Well, who broke it? Frida. <laughs> Probably. I got a feeling it was Kyle in the kitchen with the candlestick. <laughs> nope, you were wrong. It was in the kitchen with... The butter knife. So is this just like a ceramic Mickey Mouse? Paper mache. Why'd you say Mickey Mouse like that? Did I say it funny? I didn't even... I didn't realize it. Say like, most things funny. Say Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse? Yeah. You say it weird. It's just Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. That's what... You were like, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I didn't catch it. <laughs> mouse? My apologies to the... Uh, Mickey Mouse people out there. To the house community. Yeah. <laughs> I, like you, I like that you said my apologies and then proceeded to say it the same way. <laughs> my, my apologies to the Mickey Mouse people well, out there? It's the whole museum thing. I can't say it right. M-U-Z-A-M. Museum. Saying what weird. Say what? What's even crazier is that Kendall can't eat 37 shrimp. No, Not no, even I, close. I, I can, I can. I was telling Mark off the air. I, I'm, I'm just coming off of food poisoning from last night. It was pretty horrible. Sounds like fun. Oh yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, food poisoning sucks. Yeah, it's not great. It is cool to th- puke and shit at the same time, though. It's not that bad, you big puss. I recovered. No, it's terrible. Around like noon. I was just bringing back the old joke. I know. <laughs> Where'd you get it from, Ken? I I think it was an old onion. <laughs> Not from the copious amounts of IHOP? No, no. It was, it, I mean, maybe it could have been, but I just figured it would have been something like that I ate last, but I, I don't really know how it works. Mark, have you heard how disgusting that journey was? Uh, no. I sent question marks in the chat and never really got, got an answer. Yeah. Um. Paul and I were two breakfasts each and ate all of it. Uh, Kendall and I both had five cups of coffee. I got a Mountain Dew. I got three Mountain Dews. Confirm they... Early morning Dew. Confirm they don't serve booze there. (laughs) Yes, he did ask the waitress that. It was one of the first things he asked her. Oh, and there, there was a guy that took was took a poop from the duration of our of our <laughs> oh, arrival to our God. exit. 
There was a guy in the stall from the time we got there to the time we left. <laughs> I've uh, I've been Paul, asked to leave that IHOP before. Paul, uh, Paul was talking some shit. Look at the bathroom. Didn't realize that. Uh, didn't realize somebody was in there with us. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I was in there one time uh, with my older brother and some of his friends from work. And the funny part of this story is this was before I had a driver's license. I think I was like 17. And some of his buddies came over from work. Like, he was working second shift. They came over after. We're all just kind of like drinking in our old basement. And then at like 5 a.m., they're like, hey, you should drive us to IHOP, which was right down the street. But I was like, hey, I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> this guy's like, no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we end up going. And... uh. You know, you guys know my older brother. He's not the quietest person. <laughs> this right, is right. like this is like six a.m. in an IHOP, and he's just like yelling. <laughs> and the lady comes over. She's like, "Hey, you gotta stop doing that." She's like, "You guys have to leave now." I'm like, well, can we eat first? She's like, "No, no." And then uh, got back home. This was actually—I don't know if I've told you guys the story about the quick glass. Um, what? So, <laughs> this after this IHOP incident, we go back to our house. My brother's friends leave. My brother is pretty pretty banged up, like laying on the couch, and he's like, "Hey, uh, quick glass." <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you saying?" And he's just yelling repeatedly, "Quick glass!" Now again, it's six a.m. and now we're home where like the rest of the family is, <laughs> and uh. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying to me. And he just keeps, he's like, quick glass, quick glass. He goes, I mean, get a glass quick. So I'm like, well, you could just say that. I get him a glass. He kind of holds it up, puts it down, goes outside, throws up in a bush. I was like, so you did not need the glass. All right. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, it's I funny. Love it. a good drinking story, especially in a situation like that. You mean like when Kendall? You mean like back when Sip of Sunshine was four thousand dollars a can, and Kendall spilt an entire sixteen ounce one in the back of my car? Yeah, pretty low moment for me. That that old house that was where Kendall was trying to convince people that Paul Wall's the greatest rapper of all time. That was not what occurred. That that still like irritates me to this day. <laughs> Say I like the I guy. Remember, I remember you saying that. <laughs> I don't remember. It, it, just one of James's friends. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the last time I saw that guy. Uh, certainly was the last time I saw him. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, um, I've heard Kendall say that on more than one occasion. So we bring up this one time, but he said it all the time. I just said I like the guy. It's one of my favorite. Like, not that he's the greatest of all time. And then the guy proceeded to spit the same freestyle to me like 20 times. That's actually where the phrase goat was coined. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Mark, do you need a four foot tall Captain Morgan cutout? No. Well, you're getting one. All right. You can go in the living room. Be so funny. Oh, uh, hey Kyle. 
You. Uh, how many patio umbrellas do you want for your house? Like seven. All right. Oh, could open a cantina in the backyard. Play the same song. <laughs> uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. All right. I'm drinking water. I'll try Kyle's doing drink. <laughs> are you? Uh, no. I'm just not drinking. He never does. Does your dry January also include like showers? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like haven't I got a stage of water. <laughs> like I bathe in flour. <laughs> dry rub. That sounds, that sounds real rough. <laughs> dry rub. Nice thick paste. Tacking that flavor. Don't like that at all. <laughs> the herbs and spices. Uh, Matthew, what are you drinking? Uh, Casamigos. Something around your collection. That was a gift. It wasn't it's not my collection. Oh. Uh, Mark? I, I have water because of the medication I'm on. For what? The shingles. When did you get shingles? Oh, happened uh, over the weekend. So you were going to come of... disc golfing with shingles? No, it, it really came up um, Sunday. I would have been real bummed if I got shingles from you. Listen, the only way you can get it is if you directly touch where it is. Where is it? It's on, like, my right shoulder blade. I frequently touch you there, so it would have been pretty bad. Yeah. How did you get chicken? So, all of it, I mean, I had chicken pox as a kid. So, like, if you've had chicken pox, it can just pop up kind of when it wants. So, if you've never had chicken pox, you can't get shingles? Uh... Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can still get it. So, so you just have to be in contact. But like, so if I've never had chicken pox, I can't just randomly contract shingles. No, you would have had to. You would have had to be exposed somewhere. Yeah, six. Stay away from me. <laughs> well, I mean, just don't touch my shoulder blades. Just stay away from me altogether. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want shingles. I don't want to hear. I don't want to get shingles in my eardrums. <laughs> You've been talking to for the last ten minutes, so no, 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 that doesn't oh. count. We're not in the same room. It's like COVID. Okay, it's, not real. Over. it's not real if we're ten feet apart. <laughs> okay. This game is over already. Yeah, it is. Which is kind of disappointing. Who won? <laughs> Michigan's uh, blowing Washington out. Nice. Kendall, I have the champagne of beers. No, oh, why are you drinking natural light? <laughs> oh. That is the Prosecco of beers. It was a bad joke. Yeah, it was not bad. You know, I have a question question for the room because Kendall just made me think of it. Uh, I made a, a pork roast yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. part of, like, the, the marinade was apple cider vinegar and a beer. Only beer I had at the house was a Miller High Life. So do you think that if Kendall knew that, like, a 10-pound roast was cooked in Miller, that he would try and eat the whole thing? I don't think the Miller High Life plays a part in it. I think you just try to eat the whole thing because he's sick. Yeah, in a word, yeah. yes. 
But I think you would know, like, you know, you don't want you don't want the beer to go to waste. Well, I think if I were there, I would try to convince you to just give me the Miller High Life and see if we could find a substitute, like a seltzer water do you think or something. You, do you think you would drink, like, the, the juice from the pan? I'd give it a go. I don't know how much I could have of it. I have a lot. It's just going to be some liquid, liquid issues later. Yeah, it would probably just turn. I 73 milliliters worth of both on my right. What's that? It's probably about 72, 73 milliliters. That's it. This guy gets it. What are you drinking? Um, I have a Bourbon County. Nice. nice. The Banana Foster's one. Nice. It is nice. Thank you for saying that. Will this be yeah. the first one you've tasted? Or have you had it? Wait. I'm sorry. I took interest. Is it taking interest or is it just booze envy? Well, could it be both? I don't know. Really cool stuff on Instagram. You gotta ask yeah. That. And cool stuff we're talking there, bud. Does anybody have any toasts of excellence they'd like to do? I do. Okay. Toast of excellence to Puka uh, Nakua for breaking the rookie receptions and receiving yards. Who's not even that good? <laughs> Tell you what, big swing and a miss on him this year in fantasy. Called that one wrong. Think he wasn't going to be good? No. So, like, you know, he had his blow-up game. Yeah, first week. And then I was like, I'm like ah, come on. You know, flash of this, whatever. Cup was, because Cup was still out. Right. I was like, that, nah, you know, let someone else blow the fob on him. And then he just really kept it going. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Yeah, and the guy who did that finished in third. So that's what a, what a guy in third place. Did we do a toast of excellence and congratulate you for winning? That was going to be no. my toast. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Gonna steal Kendall's toast here. Hey, Paul. No. My toast is to the Riddler, who went all the way to the finals in our fantasy football league, defeating me in very decisive fashion. So, cheers to you. I was in first from draft night all the way to the end. Really? I had the yeah. first overall pick. One. And who'd one. you take with it? Justin Jefferson. And how well did he do for you this season? Uh, he did really, really good in the five games he played. Yep. And you want to know something? That's that's just fine. <laughs> oh, who did you say your MVP of your team was? Adam Thielen. I dropped him. You know who's a bum all year for me? Tony Pollard. Oh, so, you, I mean, you, want, you want to start this conversation? Hey, let's do that. That's a fun segment. Fantasy uh, studs and duds. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Aaron Jones wouldn't have been a dud if you made the playoffs. Yeah. Too bad he was just a sack of shit for every other game. <laughs> Pollard, Pollard just sucked the whole time. Oh, yeah. Austin Eckler, if you're listening, fuck you. Oh, he's listening. Holding I mean, all these meetings before the year. Running backs need to be paid. Blah, 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 and then you just suck ass. For 17 games. Fucker. I don't know how you really feel, Mock. Oh, fuck him. Travis Kelsey. You know, cool. You know, you just wait till you're on my team to not have a thousand yard season for the first time in 10 years. Asshole. Yeah, I had him too. 
fuck them all. You know, I get Mahomes, which that was my screw up. Shouldn't have taken him when I did. Bad move, but really fuck him. I think I got him in like the third round, whatever. But like, just shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. So I'll I'll eat that one, but still fuck him. Just like, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to be good at football anymore for a year. You know, because I'm on this asshole's fantasy team. <laughs> so fuck him. <laughs> Just so aggravating. Oh, it's funny. Every week I would look at the team and be like, I, you know, what's the problem? Calvin Ridley, fuck him. <laughs> hey, Mark, is there anybody on your team you want to shout out? I'm on Ross St. Brown. All right. Dude was a stud week in and week out. Everyone else, fuck him. Kyle's stud of the year was Mike Evans. Yeah, he was good. Kendall's was Keenan Allen. Yep. Wish he finished the year. Mike, Mike Evans might be like the best fantasy wide receiver of the last like 10 years. He's just so consistent. Every year he's he's going to get you the 1,000 yards. And 10 touchdowns. You know, he'll have close to at least, you know, 10-ish touchdowns. This year he went over, but he's just the, like the, the fantasy like baseline. The oh, problem, only problem with him is that sometimes, like, there's like three or four weeks where he gets you nothing. Yes, which is but why that's any receiver. But that, that that's almost any receiver. I mean, no, he, no, but he's just, either going to get you forty-five or he's going to get you two point five. I I don't think he's that boomer bust. I'll read it to you. Give me a second. <laughs> Kendall, I, uh, Kendall, I toast you for winning pickums. Oh, thank you. Bitch. <laughs> um, Maya, I, Massey, I don't know if I really had a stud all year, to be honest with you. All right, he only hit three games with less than ten points. Yeah. My best, my best consistent player all year probably was Sam Laporta. Uh, actually, probably Mostert. But yeah, was, I got you twenty touchdowns. He was just so good out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, this the, my my year was really broken down. It was just consistent. Like the first, the first six weeks, it was it was Moster and and Adam Thielen, because Adam Thielen went on a stretch of just like thirty point games for a while, and then Jameer Gibbs was really good in the middle, and Brandon Ayuk really stepped it up in the middle. And uh, you know, and then really, it's a waiver wire move. That's what it is. Always, always a waiver wire. Yeah, move. It's, it's, of course. For Actually, me, it's I, always, I, the, sorry, sorry. I was saying, just for for me, like the the Cleveland's defense was huge. Adam Thielen off the waivers was huge. Prescott off the waivers was huge, and Logan Thomas off the waivers was huge. Because like Logan Thomas did just enough. He was putting up. He had a stretch where I had him where he was putting up, you know, nine points a game when I didn't have a second tight end. I know um, for me, I, the, the other player, there was there was two other guys that were pretty consistently good. Isaiah Pacheco was pretty solid all year, and Cole Komet was, was awesome. Especially in our, where we do the two tight ends. He, he was pretty solid throughout the year. Which was nice. Yeah. Fuck Austin Eckler. It's <laughs> a real piece of shit. 
Hmm. Well, yeah. Football's wrapped up, at least my, for my, some of us. <laughs> my big two was Evans and McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey doesn't count. But Rashawn Rice, though, he was a good way for wire pickup. Hey, why would Darren Waller not be back on the Giants? Because Kelsey Plum doesn't want him there. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Going back to Vegas. But, like, does does he have an opt-out? Or, I don't like, know. It wouldn't cut him. That wouldn't make any sense. I'm not sure. I don't. Hmm. He wasn't healthy all year, though, right? He had a stint there. He no, he, he was banged up. Um, I mean, when he was on the field, he was fine. But I don't, I don't know. I just saw the thing like, it was like, oh, they expect him back next year. I'm like, well, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> I don't know. I think I was sort of alone in this opinion. I just, I never found him like that good. I don't know. Just, just in general, I feel like he had one one really good half of one year and that's all people have been like talking about. Like he's like, there's been so, tight end force forever. He's, I, I, I think he's, he's talented, but he's not as consistent as like a, a Kelsey or Kittle or, you know, um, but he, he's definitely talented. He just always hurt. Didn't know he was ever a Raven. Yeah, when he first started. Didn't know that. He was a receiver, too. Not even a tight end yet. Yeah. Which, it's so dumb. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's some of these guys, like, I know they call him a tight end because that's kind of what they do, but he's not a tight end. Same way Kelsey. Like, Kelsey yeah. doesn't block. <laughs> right. And recently, he doesn't catch the ball, so. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, you know, like, it, it's just, the, they're called that because of where they stand on the line sometimes, but, you know, like, Gronkowski was a tight end. He was he was a good receiver, but he was a better blocker, you know. Kittle blocks, even, like, Andrew, but, like, these other guys just run routes, which is fine, but you're not a tight end. I have a tight end. What's that? I said I have a tight end. <laughs> hey yo. Eagles suck. Yeah, fuck them. Also, I'd like to get uh Mock and uh Kendall's opinion on this real quick. I'm just uh I'm filling out this uh thing that I'm submitting it for the best male T V character uh, of all time. It's a bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh so in the first round I got Eric Cartman uh this this they, they were it was randomized. And then it just goes from there. So in the first round, my matchup that was given to me was uh, Michael Scott versus Eric Cartman. Oof. Just curious where you guys land on this. So what? what's the... Um, just greatest TV, male TV character of all time. I I think I go... Oh, man. That is tough. My... I asked, I asked Kendall one of these earlier, and he couldn't pick either. He said it was between uh, Kramer and Marge Simpson. What's the question being asked? Uh, who's better, Eric Cartman or Michael Scott? 
I don't know. I mean, Here, Matt, so I'll put it, I'll, Matt, see, I'll put it in. Uh, I'll put it in some retrospects that you can understand. Um, what, what, what's better, uh, Bioshock or Fire Emblem? Hmm. As a series or individual games? Just as a question. <laughs> <laughs> Just as an example. Personally, Bioshock. Bioshock right. is awesome. I think I give it to Michael Scott just because I find like South Park could be funny with like without Cartman like being a part of the episode. I feel like there's just so many great Michael Scott in, in the office. I don't office. know. Aren't you a big James Spader guy? Oh, I tell you, I do like Robert California a whole lot. <laughs> I, I just find that character so funny. So so we've been watching The Blacklist, and it's just funny because I can't not think of him as Robert California. <laughs> I am the Lizard King. <laughs> you didn't even know my name. <laughs> I I think I'd also go Michael Scott though. Um, I, oh, I, I did have one other toast of excellence real quick. Uh, my other toast of excellence is to um, just another another cool embarrassing statistic uh, to go against the Bears that was brought up this year. Um, you know, to start the season, the big statistic going around about how terrible of an organization the Chicago Bears is, about how Justin Jefferson has more receiving yards already than any Bear in history. Well, we ended the season with um, Joe Flacco has more passing yards in his five games with Cleveland than any Bears quarterback has ever had in the career history of the Bears. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to be a fan <laughs> of that. Again? Joe Flacco had more passing yards in his five games with the Browns than any quarterback has ever had in a five-game span with the Bears. Oh, okay. So I misheard you the first time. And so I thought you said pretty, in, in like any Bears career, and I was like, "What? Pretty, <laughs> like pretty that cool cannot be, uh, be real." Pretty cool to be a fan of this embarrassing piece of shit squad. It's like at some point, I just hope like the whole team starts banging midgets or something to make it more interesting. <laughs> Listen, they might be. I hope. I hope. They could be in there just snapping backs. Oh, man, look at this video. This guy found a lunchbox in like the back of a cabinet of a school he teaches in, and he opened it up, and a whole cloud of mold dust came out. Oh my! Nice, right yeah. in the mouth. <laughs> the, stick, the sticker from the inside was it's it said lunchbox from two thousand and one. I would eat and that it, sandwich. It was cinnamon rolls. Oh my god! Ooh. Those are gonna have a stench. Do you ever think that that might have been Kendall's lunch? His mom, he told his mom, "I can eat seven cinnamon rolls," and didn't finish them. Yeah. He had like half a one, and then said he ate them all, and then hid the lunchbox so no one could find it. <laughs> so that was much fun when he joins. Mm. Yep. All right, let's, let's do one of these drafts. Oh, Kyle woke up. I'm here. I'm just waiting. Oh, that's a bad mess. Um, but Matthew, what was your draft? Didn't have a draft. I thought you said you had a draft. Off to a great start here, boys. <laughs> All right, so we'll, you you want to start with uh, Kyle's draft? I mean, right. Yeah, but Kyle, what draft did I say I had? You said you had a chat. When? 
You said I have a draft if Mock is okay with it. Yep. Oh, like earlier in the week, and then we proceeded to actually do the draft in our chat. I yeah. did, wasn't going to do it on the air because we did it already. I don't even remember. It's because you're never part of the chat. It's not true. It's pretty true. Pretty true. All right. Anyway, Matthew, can you pull up uh, a spreadsheet? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Please. I'm going to be in the spreadsheet guy. All right. Well, because if Kendall tried to do it, the whole show would get shut down. You just call him Uh, Kai? Who? I I also called Kyle Kai, and I didn't care for that, but I think I heard you wrong. Kai Souls. I did not call him Kai if you were saying that it was me. Thank God. That would have been a real bummer. Hey, you take it easy on Kai. All right. What the fuck do you want, Kyle? I need you to write. One through nine, catchers, first, second, third, short, outfield, DH. I'm going to be bad at this. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to be bad at this. Yeah. Except for you. No, because um, I don't know years. Paul, I'll let you pick the division that we're going to do. Is it baseball? Yep. All right. Uh, the NFC West. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I guess the, the NL Central. NL Central? Sure. Okay. So what we're going to do is that we're going to pick people by how many home runs they hit all time. Right? But you got to pick the player and the year. I have baseball reference open. So, for example, you'll say O'Neill Crew 2022. You'll put them in your shortstop position, and then you'll have 16. Just just, just say. We are going to be and, so bad at this. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. And then the team with the most home runs at the, at the end wins. Oh, man. We're not – we're making our own teams? Yeah. Ooh. All right. So all-time NL Central players. Yeah. So Cardinals, Pirates – Cubs, Brewers, Reds. And so we're going to do the thing if you pick a player and he wasn't on the team at that point, you just, it's just a repick or, or do we lose? Yeah, him? you can repick. All right, can I go first then? So hold on. But you can't yeah. repick. You can't uh, can I go first? pick the same player twice. Once that player is picked, he's out. Can I go first? I thought we were going to do a random, random name generator. Well, I'm I'm like Andrew McCutcheon for all three outfield positions, please. Any year. <laughs> and then I'm pretty tapped. Can I go first? I think you can go first. I don't I don't care. I'd like to go first, please. We'll do Paul Matt. Paul and I cave like that? You just cave what? like that, Souls? <laughs> hey Mark, what? can I go first? Kyle's call. Can I go first if you go second? Kyle's decision. Mark's going third. Cool way to play favorites, bud. All right. We're going to go Mock Paul, Massey, Kendall, me. 
Okay. So when do I start oh, having no. sex? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> when can I start having sex? <laughs> so, Mock, you got the first pick there, bud. Wait, you Mock said NL Central? Well, Mock made a big stinct about it. What the fuck? I asked so nice. He did ask no, nicely. Paul, Paul could have first, Mock, you have second, Massey, Kendall, me. You just fucking cave, you bitch. <laughs> Such a bitch. Mass, you have the spreadsheet open? First you complain about shingles. It. It's not even that bad. <laughs> fucking pussy. On your shoulder. You'll be all right. I had it on oh, my yeah. fucking fat-ass stomach. Did you have yours on your taint? Yeah. Oof. That's rough. That that probably would be not great. All right. I don't even know what to fucking Google search. So my don't, Google, don't Google search anything. That's cheating. Oh. What? So can I go first? Yes. Can I go now? Uh, you know, Kyle, you have two choices. Either I Google or I don't participate. Hey, Bob, but Google, you can Google names. Or don't Google the, the, the statistics. All right. Can I go? Yeah, go. Go, Paul. You ready, Mass? Go ahead. All right. I would like Mark McGuire at first base. What year? What year? 98. And the draft is over. Thank you for participating. <laughs> so it's my turn? Yes. Yeah, hold on. I gotta tell Massey how many home runs you hit. Well, no, I oh. get to go because it's snake draft, so I got back-to-backs. <laughs> so Mark McGuire, first base, he had 70 that year. You didn't know we could just pay off the guy for the first pick. I did pay him off. I asked nicely and got it for free. <laughs> Just because Kyle's a cheap hoe doesn't mean. <laughs> Man, I don't even know players. <laughs> Seems like a promising list. <laughs> oh boy. I apparently hit a button. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we were waiting for me. I'm sorry. It's quite all right. All right, souls. 98 Sosa. Before he was white. What? You want black Sosa? Yeah, yeah. wrong Sosa. What, uh, what, what, what fielding position was he in? Zeb Coulter Sosa. Uh, he was Outfield a pitcher. Outfield 66. We the people. Which outfield? Just did you left center, uh, left center right? Yes, I did. All right, so just put him in right. So, so uh, the name 98? of the game is left right center. <laughs> so, so ninety eight. You said. Yeah. So it was uh, sixty six home runs that year. Yeah. One hundred fifty eight RBIs. God damn. Man, he had a five-year stretch where he was, like, the best player ever. <laughs> yeah, and he was on steroids, so he wasn't. Whatever, who cares? We're not doing this right now. Matthew, you're up. Be. Um, <laughs> hold on, go to Google names. That made me laugh. Trina Wattmass is xnxx.com. 
<laughs> Backslash NL Central. Website not available. Currently overloaded. <laughs> hmm. This is pretty terrible because I don't know half of NL Central teams. There's a title here, Master says Reds shortstop shows his silver slugger. You can click that one. <laughs> Yikes. Lick my taint. So lick it. Hey, so right, Babe so... Ruth was definitely a long time red, right? <laughs> Just Jurassic so I'm clear. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if the player played on a NL Central, we can only use those years. Correct. Okay. okay. I have my next guy, and, and then I'm done. You know, Kyle, this is going to annoy you. This is going to take for fucking ever if I do this, so I'm going to sit out and just record. It's going to literally take me five minutes per person, so just do the four of you. Okay. Massey. What? You have to comment on every single pick like the good pick or bad pick without any. I will do that. All right. You, you, you're you're creating the humor. Okay. All right. Uh, my pick. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of players doing steroids and, and lying about it, I'm gonna take. Uh, Fucking terrible. Waste of a pick. Ryan uh, Braun. Am I doing this right? In 2012 was his MVP year, I think. That guy was a real piece of. Who was it? Ryan, Ryan Braun. Braun. You the one that right. banged Rachel Rocks? No, that was... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right fielder, 41. Ryan, what's his last name? Braun. 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 B-R-A-U-N? Mm-hmm. 41? Yeah. Kendall, what is up with back? Appreciate it. You guys had 20 more. I'm going to take Ken Griffey Jr. in center field 2000. For how much? 40. Waste of a pick, Kyle. I know. He wasn't even that good. He was all right. And then I'll take... We have to put them at, like, the real positions. I mean, they just have to play that position a couple, like... Like a secondary possession. Like in, in right. a show. You know how in the show it has like all that extra position shit? Mm -hmm. You're not putting Timmy Sosa in the pitcher position. That's all I'm saying. And then I'll go Prince Fielder. Two thousand and seven. What position? First base. Name's DH. I could do DH. I don't He's care. Fat. <laughs> How much? He hit fifty that year. In two thousand. Yeah. Uh, no, two thousand seven. So wait, Kyle, you know what's crazy about, about Prince Fielder? Wait, Kyle, I have a question. How come you told us that we couldn't look stuff up, but you have Baseball Reference open? I'm just looking at for your guys' thing. Yeah. All right. Seems a little suspect. I just look up numbers. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just 
saying I love you. I just called. This is going to get so hard. Gendel. <laughs> yes. It's time for your pick, bud. All right. So I'm going to take Brandon Phillips. Um, rookie year 06. He had 17. Fuck. What position there, bud? Second base. Brandon Phillips? 17. And if you went 07, you would have had 30. Uh, see, I thought that's what I thought that was his rookie year. His rookie year was in 2002. Oh my god, can we just move this along, Kendall? Damn, we have like 40 <laughs> more predictions to draft. <laughs> no one cares about how stupid you are. <laughs> I care. Kyle. Isn't it my turn? Yes, Mock got back. Stayed, to back. I was just trying to get nope. Mock does not have back to back. Mock does not have skipping Paul. You skipped both of my picks. All right. Um, I'm going to take uh, Christian Yelich. Now, what position? Outfield. Which one? What year? He's a left fielder, man. Uh, 2019. For how many? He had 44. All right. I don't know if this guy was taken yet. I feel like I'm missing something. But can I have 06 Pujols? Pujols was not taken. You know right, what's funny? Can I get 06 Pujols in my DH spot, please? How much did he have? 49. I say that was a big year for him, right? You could have went with any one of them. 03 to yeah. 06. How many he did he have? 40. 49. 49. And Kyle, back question. Yeah, I have a question, Kyle. Um, this, I think that you'll approve this regardless of its things, just because I think you'll laugh at the fact that I know this because of you. Um, what about a team that doesn't exist anymore, but would have geographically been in this conference? I like where this is going. Can they count? What Canadian team are you doing? No, it's not a Canadian <laughs> team. It's just a team that doesn't. It, it's technically not in this city anymore, but it would have been. <laughs> Kyle? I'm going to say I'm just going to keep it the way it is. Nope. I'm going to interject as not participating <laughs> commissioner. Paul, do it. Uh, I think you really would have liked this. All right, fine. Paul, do it. No, no, it's all right. I'll save it for a later one. Give me 04, Adam Dunn. What position? Outfield. You Which said 04. Position? 04, Adam Dunn. And he did play the outfield a few times. Which one? Here's right field. 46. <laughs> Whichever one he's least likely to get the to get the ball hit to him in. Forty six. That guy was so great. What year? Oh four. Oh, four. All right, Adam Dunn. Oh four for forty six. Is it back to me? No. Nope. Right, yeah. I'm going to change it. You guys can look up statistics. Go ahead. Are way ahead of you. Way ahead of you. Hey, you know what's crazy? What? One, two, three, four, five years in a row, he hit forty on the dot. Oh, six right. years he hit 40 on the dot because he had 32 in Cincinnati and eight in Arizona. Hey, sweet. Can pick? I change my Brandon Phillips here now, now that this is happening? No, 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 that's locked in. You, that is uh, pretty bullshit. That's Kendall, locked Kendall. Kendall, I give you 30 when you first when you first picked up. Oh, well, thank that you. I was locked in. I was going to say, Kendall, I'll give you the 07. I did it already. 
That's I think fine. you got to take an average of the two years. <laughs> Mock, you are. Is it my pick? Yeah. 2010 Joey Votto. What position? First base. How much? Uh, 71. Oh, uh, that's not true. Oh, sorry, that was doubles. No, I'm kidding. 37. 37. And what year? 2010. Okay. Kendall. I will take... Pick some of the good year, eh, bud? 2010 Ricky Weeks. Waste. Guys, okay, so... Position. Kyle... Where do you play? You want to put him in left or second? You already have a second baseman. Builder, no, I'm kidding. Uh, what's his Ricky who? Weeks. Don't like, know how to spell that. What like year? the like the calendar. Twenty ten. How many? Enos. Twenty nine. Oh, back to backs. All right, in my DH, I want to go with Derek Lee. He had forty six. In what year? 2005. 46, right? Okay. Now I have a question for you guys. Just to me. I'm commissioning so I get to pick. (laughs) Can I put a... I feel like this got away from you, Kyle. (laughs) Can I put Schwarber as my catcher? Yes. Alright. 2019 Kyle Schwarber, 38. You're so screwed right now. It's not even funny. Mock, I took it from him just because I wanted to move this along, so I was going to say yes to whatever the question was. Uh, what year? 2019. And how much? 38. 38, okay. Hmm. Okay, so that was a fucking lie. What? Well, never mind. Probably a different guy with the same name. (laughs) (laughs) White guy? No. No, no, no. Dominican? Uh, Don't think so. Mm. I put me down for uh, 2006 David Ross. What position? Catcher. David Ross, 2006 for how many? 21. 21. Mock. Give me your mystery man and a random number. Hey, um, what do I have left for positions? Uh, you need a DH, a catcher, second, third, and center field. Hmm. Give me a random player, random number. Who, who's my left fielder? Left fielder is Christian Yelich. Oh, Cal, he's played some center before, right? Christian yeah. Yelich is now your center fielder. Oh, shit. What? Well, well, just, this is gonna ru- the two picks I have are just going to ruin the integrity of this whole game. Oh, that's fine. We're doing them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm going to take the funny one here. I want the 92 Barry Bonds. For how many? 34. Hey, you- you can't take Barry Bonds. Didn't he already go? No, so someone. No. Barry Bonds, 92 for how many? 
uh, 34. This was right yeah. before he started juicing. Yeah, nice, mi- nice mix-up mask. One got fat, one got white. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, did Sosa actually get white? Yeah. Yeah. Like look- Michael Jackson? Go look at a picture of him. Sammy Sosa. Oh my god, he is white. Um, all right, all right, Paul, what are your two funny ones? Kyle, you'd be mad if I pick funny ones. Go ahead. So yes. Go ahead. All right, give me 1930s Hack Wilson in center field. <laughs> Hack Wilson, 1930 for how many? 56. Okay. All right, I think Paul is pretty well run away with this game. And then, Kyle, this one's for you. You can't be mad at this one. Okay. What position? I know, I know you're going to be mad, but... You can't be. But you can't be. i got to find it again. I saved it, and I lost it. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Kyle, uh, uh, I'm taking third baseman from the 1953 Milwaukee Braves. Eddie Matthews. Give me Eddie Matthews, baby, for 47. Eddie Matthews. Kyle, good on you for knowing who it was going for. That one was for Kyle. <laughs> for how much? Uh, 47. All right, so Paul has won this. All right, I'm taking third baseman. Uh, Eddie Matthews. 19... No. Uh, 1960. Ken Boyer. And... Boyer for how many? Thirty-two. This is getting real hard, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle I got to tell you, I really like the uh, the Kyle Schwarber catcher. Speaking okay. of which, Kendall, it's your pick. Uh, what do I need, Mass? You need Chipper Joe. Need, <laughs> need a DH, a first, a third, a shortstop, and the center field. Right. Then at first base, I'm going to take um, 2015 Anthony Rizzo. Nice. The 31. All right. Kyle, I can't believe Mitch Hanniger hit 39 home runs in 2021. What? I can't believe Mitch Hanniger hit 39 home runs in 21. Yeah, he was good for them. I like him. In left field, I'm taking Willie Stargell. Nice. Good pick. 1971, 48 home runs. 19 what? Left fielder, 1971, 48 home runs. Willie Starchel. 48 home runs. What do I need, Massey? You need right field, shortstop, third, and second. And then I'll take... Is it? Uh, it's gonna come out dirty. <laughs> Fuck. Right, the dog just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> right, who are you picking? Uh, 2016 Chris Bryant. 3,900. Third base. 2016, Chris Bryant. For how many? 39. 39. Is it my turn? It is Kendall's turn. 
Where's your horny bastard? <laughs> what? You heard me. Take your pants off. Way ahead of you. Um, hey, Kendall. Sorry, sorry. I want good representation. You would. Integrity. <laughs> Integrity weed. Just, just gotta check your privilege. <laughs> Alright, I guess at my DH spot, uh, I am going to take... Nobody likes you. Yeah. Uh, 2019 Josh Bell with 37. I think I'm going to finish in last. You are. <laughs> Go ahead. Alright, now it's, now it's my turn. Alright, yes. I'll take uh, for 30... Uh, 2004, Jose Valentin. What position? Shortstop. Shortstop, Jose Valentin. For how many? Uh, 30. In what year? 04. Oh. All back to backs. Oh man, I don't know. I'm so torn. Remember when the Mets were in the NL Central <laughs> for that one one year? That so it worked for this. I do. Mm. All right, Kyle. I don't know if this is the best year or not, but I know he played, and I know he played at this time. So I'm taking I'm taking a stab. Okay. Yeah. Give me nineteen. Hmm. It would help if you guys could go position, name, year. So guess who's never gonna say it in that order? <laughs> All right. Give me nineteen seventy-two, Johnny Bench. What position? Catcher. Who's a catcher, right? Johnny Wench, yes. 1972. He had 40. I just know he played then. How many? He had 40 that year. Okay. All back to backs. Oh. Um, I'm thinking. What positions do I need? Second and short? That's it. And left field. And left field. Hmm. All right, Kyle. I got one for you. You ready for this? Kyle. Listen. You ready? Yeah. Kendall, you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Give me JJ Hardy at shortstop. What year? 2007. So that's a guy I actually like forgot about. He had 26. Oh man. I just need a left fielder now. And a second. And a second baseman. All right. Uh for 24. Uh Jonathan Lucroy, 2016. Catcher. <laughs> nope, he was a Padre. Won't allow it. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> 
2016, Jonathan Lucroy. What position? 24, catcher. <clears throat> what year? 2014? 16. 16. I'll say it again. <sighs> you know what? I have to record all this shit. You guys all... <laughs> Such a shitty thing to say. <laughs> I will not repeat it anymore. All right, then he's getting zero. Uh, no, it was uh, 24, I think I said. Good enough. Kendall. All right, what am I in need of here? Uh, pulling a mock. I will not repeat it again. <laughs> Hilarious. Third, short, and center field. Third, short, and center field. Gang? <laughs> Nobody liked. Did um did what? anyone draft McCutcheon? Yeah, mocked it. Did you? I thought I was just joking. No, I wasn't joking. He didn't draft McCutcheon. God damn it, Mass. a lot, Mass. Fucking oh, dick. Fuck. All right, then I'm gonna take at center field. Uh, no, he was a left fielder. He he was pretty universal, and actually, it's, it has him listed as a DH on the MLB reference. So, don't you suck a suck a fucking fat sock there, bitch? You lose, <laughs> what, you don't get him. What year? Uh, twenty twelve. He hit thirty one. You know, Kyle, I don't, I don't really appreciate Kendall just coming in here and being like, "Who would be this?" Why would you pick twenty twelve? Why wouldn't you pick twenty seventeen when he hit more home runs? You dumbass. Twenty twelve. Yeah, seventeen. 2012 said 31, 2017 said 28. Nope, 38. Well, they didn't carry the one. This is pretty awkward. Yeah, because you're a fucking asshole. It's going to be pretty cool when we all go disc golfing without you this weekend. You know, I'm probably coming and... in like third place here. And I initially started not looking. I was trying to go off of memory, but then we switched to, to not, so... I was going as soon, off memory. As, as, soon like, as I knew what was happening, I was cheating. <laughs> so going Javier Baez, 2018-34 home run, second base. I'm so far in last place. What year? What position? 2014? 2018, second base. 2017. 18. 17. 4. 34. Okay. What's the other position I need? Short and right. Short and right. I'm like your penis. <laughs> you know. That was actually kind of funny. I'm going to go 2006 Pirates. And my right, all of them? my right fielder, <laughs> Jason Bay, 35 home runs. Man, that guy was an awesome Met. He hit 35 home runs in pretty much, you know, any other team but the Mets. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. What was the last pick? Jason Bay. Bay. 2006 
35. Right field? Yep. Kyle, you need a shortstop. Kendall, you also need a shortstop and third. Mock, you need second and DH. And Paul, you need second and left field. All right, am I up? No, it is Kendall's turn. All right, fuck him. Kendall? Yes. Um, I'll also, speed around for the last two rounds. If you can't name something in 30 seconds, I'm giving you zero. We're moving on. All right, then I will take David Freese, 2012, hit 20 home runs. What position? Third. My turn. 21 home run? Yes, hey, Kyle. You. you know who's really been balling lately? Uh, Kobe's on Yeah, he has. Give Mark his pick. So, I don't think this guy was taken. Uh, 1958, Ernie Banks. Goddamn. <laughs> Ernie Banks, full of position. <laughs> I don't think this guy was taken. Proceeds to pick guys 40 years before our birth. Or how much? 47. 47. Well, I mean, I All know right. we, we had some older guys go. I just wasn't sure if he was one of them. Well, second to left field. 30 seconds on each. 2017 Scooter Jeanette at second. Scooter, Jeanette's at second for how much? 27 home runs. 27. Okay. And left field. Uh, give me uh, 2000. Give me 2009. Jay Bruce, 22 home runs. 2009. How many? 22. Okay. It was a rock. Second base. Yep. Hang on. 30 seconds on the clock. You're going to want to take oh. Paul Janish. Oh, uh, this is not going how I want. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Two seconds. Take Drew Stubbs. All right. 1990. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Sandberg. Sandberg. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. 40. 2009 Cincinnati Reds Edwin Encarnacion was not very good. Uh, no, There's he's a lot of home runs for Kendall, second baseman. Third base, 30 seconds. Um, Paul took Scott Rowland, correct? I do not see Scott Rowland gone. All right. I will take... Oh, see, I need, I need a third baseman, you said? Yeah. All right. 20 seconds. All right, Scott Rowland. Hold on. Two thousand four. How many? Thirty-four. Kyle, finish it off. Thirty seconds. Shortstop. <clears throat> I will go for fifteen additional seconds. Who is the manager of the two thousand nine Reds? Dusty Baker. You get an additional ten ten runs if you can guess that. <clears throat> A Dusty Baker. Bingo. Okay. Mike, you get the 10 extra points, Kyle. I'll give them to you, too. Hold on. <laughs> Was that real? Yeah. That's incredible. All right, fuck it. Not incredible. You just know more than you think you know. I just said a funny name because it popped up. And I tell you, the guy that I just looked up did not hit a oh. lot of home runs and played for a long time. 
I'll. I'm distracted. Hold on. Now just take Ozzy Smith. The guy hit nothing. <laughs> he played for so long and only had 28 home runs. <laughs> really? Uh, he, pl- he played for so long. I bet Ozzy Smith. 2023. Okay. Bully Adam is 24. Willie Adams, who? Well, Willie Adams, okay. Willie Erie, twenty-four. All right, let me tabulate here. How do you guys think you did? Uh, I came in second. Okay. I'm hoping for a third place finish here, Bob. <laughs> I have somewhat confidence, but I will not be surprised if I get fourth. <laughs> I think Paul Honus won Wagner. by an entire player. Horace Wagner had 126 RBIs and only hit six home runs. Wow. Guy was the king of placement. <laughs> 1901. Guy probably played at the polo grounds every game. He maintained the polo grounds. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you, the he funny thing about the guys that played then, they were probably like blackout drunk. Oh, like, yeah. Playing all the time. Just a gin hey. breakfast. Did, did Massey announce the final thing yet? No. I don't think so. Oh. We're going through right now. We have tabulated have it all. you guys, as he says it, because I just thought of it, we're talking about the being blackout drunk. Have you seen the episode of It's Always Sunny when they're doing the Wade Boggs thing? I, I want to do that so bad. <laughs> I don't know what that is. So so the the rumor is that on a flight from, I think it was from New York to L.A., um, Wade Boggs drank like 72 beers or something on the flight. Some like ridiculous right. number. So the idea of the show was the guys and, and the girl D on the show that they were trying to recreate that. So the idea he's like, oh, he drank all these beers. Then he went to the game and like hit a double. And, and it just ends with uh, the Charlie Day character, like barely able to speak. <laughs> and he just ropes a ball. And it's it's pretty funny. It's It's a good one. It's one of the... Don't get really drunk to play baseball. Yeah, except they're guys that don't play baseball. <laughs> yeah, which is most of us. Hey, can I get you guys' opinion on something real quick? Yes. So, I'm looking at this article that's talking about the 10 greatest trades in NBA history. And there's like a lot of good ones, like when the, the Atlanta Hawks traded Bill Russell to the Celtics and, you know, the, the Warriors traded Wilt to the Sixers. You know, the fucking Charlotte Hornets trading Kobe to the Lakers on draft night because they didn't think he'd be good. Um, why trade him or why pick him up then? Yeah, because you, you didn't, no one was offering you what you wanted in the draft. So you picked the guy you think some people would want. Ah. Um, so do you think this one's like technically it was a trade, but I feel like it shouldn't be on here. When LeBron went to the Miami Heat in 2010, because LeBron became a free agent. And he made the decision to go to Miami, but there was like a weird clause where like, if you were signed by the team that drafted you, you could make more money than if you went the to Larry the Bird game. rule, right? Huh? It's the Bird rule, right? Right. It's the Larry Bird rule. So like, if you re-sign with your team on a max deal, you make more money than if you re-sign with your a team on a different market. 
So like the 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 Cavs signed him and then traded him the Heat. I feel like that shouldn't be considered a trade though. It's not a trade. He picked the Heat and they just went with it. Also, yeah. did you know that? Do you guys remember when LeBron did the decision on ESPN? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was really annoying. That was filmed at the uh, Boys and Girls Club in Greenwich, Connecticut. I, didn't I know actually that, did I mean. know that. Yeah, pretty funny. Massey filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kendall, Kendall did the PLR audio for it and didn't get paid. Yep, By choice. Probably. By choice. I'm just happy to be here. I can't wait to hear that Kendall gets tickets to Avenge Sevenfold. Kendall had tickets to uh, your your show there. Don't just, do that. He did. He had them. He Mock. Mock. Yeah. Were you ever a fan of the All American Rejects? I mean, they had those couple of hits. He said the tickets were wrapped on the 74th shrimp. <laughs> just I couldn't make it, though, so I had to throw it out. Is Avenge coming here soon? Yeah. Um, you don't need to shorten their name also by the way <laughs> actually they, they are masked because I, I saw uh, 95 down the Fox was doing take a giveaway mm-hmm. exactly and here? they gave them right away to Kendall no I didn't Did you ask give... them you, you didn't get me tickets well we don't have the tickets yet you know what's funny it's like, you guys all keep talking about this I've never gotten tickets from Kendall for anything neither have I well could ask. Kendall, I did. Can you get me tickets for Avenged Sevenfold? I will, I will send a text and see. So traditionally, so when I was working there full time, we would do the the giveaways, and but it wouldn't necessarily mean we'd have the tickets on hand yet, especially now because um, with the, the advent of, of COVID, they, they started doing stuff just like a digital code that you'd get a text right to yeah. your phone from us. So I don't know if they're physical tickets or it's a code. I don't know. Either way, can you get me tickets? I will send a text, and I'll let you know what he says. Prepare to be disappointed, cool. Mass. That's all I can all tell right. you. Do you guys want to hear your totals? Yes. Okay. In first place, to the shock of absolutely nobody, is Paul. What? With a total of 383 home runs. <laughs> Damn, lost my own fucking parlay. <laughs> What were you going for? 385? I was going for 700 home runs. <laughs> Would have been impressive. I'm going to try to do the trades before the end of this. In third place, with 364, we have Mock and Kyle. We tied. Exactly. It's wow. hilarious. Both had 364. Kendall. Obviously, you did not come in third. So, unfortunately, you came in fourth. How yep. many do you think you had? Uh, probably like 176. No, you did better than that. 200? 177. 275. Yeah, I had a Wait. lot of low 30 guys. So, me and Kyle finished tied for third? No, yep. tied for second. Tied for second, which oh. gives you both third. Oh. Well. Hey, uh... Can I give a mid-show toast? Yes. Sure. Kyle, you're going to want to go look this up because I think you'll laugh at it. Not that everybody else won't, but just because baseball's your thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to give a, a toast to uh, Mississippi State pitcher Preston Johnson, who just gave up an absolute rocket to a Vanderbilt player. And when the when he turned around after the ball was like sailing over his head, he just waved to it as it went out of the ballpark. <laughs> That's very funny. 
Guy me and just, Kyle became friends. Guy <laughs> just gave up a humongous bomb and would just turn around and was like, bye, hope you find your mom. <laughs> That's why we're friends, Kyle. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I really grooved that one for you. Also, Kyle, you know who else is uh, worth a good toast of excellence? Me. No, Luke Cornett. Jim Why? Cornette. Did you see what he did yesterday? What did he do? Did you see what he did yesterday? No. So he got subbed in and like the, the win over the, the Pacers, like because they were blowing him out. Mm-hmm. And he hit he got fouled, he hit two free throws, and after he hit a second free throw, he walked to the bench doing the ice in my veins thing. <laughs> it's just funny because that guy plays like thirty seconds a game. Got ice in his veins, bro. Yeah, you know what I haven't done in a while? Jerked off. Uh, send you a picture of one of those home run balls. You know, you make fun of me, but you're married to my cousin because of it. I listen. It was I, everyone. I used to send it to her too, and be like, you know, you could thank this. <laughs> she doesn't you find it as funny. Pretty much all related to me now. And you know what's going to be really funny is it, that feeling is going to come full circle when Mike Mock fast pitches that ball to his son and he rocks a home run off of him. <laughs> Look, it's a fucking juiced ball. You're a fucking juiced ball. Hey, and, then in the, and then in the distance, Kyle, without ever telling anybody that he was there, catches it and goes, you're out, bitch. Yeah, good luck seeing Kyle catch a fly ball. The key is to do it with your face. Because I've done that. Fucking face. You got to propose to it. That's right. Have Have you guys heard that story? I think Kyle was there. No. Um, I don't know if Massey's heard this story before. I don't know if Paul either. So, this was geez, Kendall's had to be what ten years ago. A long time. Um, we used to go to like a you know Parker Farms or whatever and just kind of hit balls around, and it, I remember it was me, Ken. I know Vito was there. I feel like Kyle was there, and probably like Pat and Jeff, you know. And we're hitting balls around, and and Kendall's not the strongest fielder. No, <laughs> so Vito's just like rocketing ground balls at him, <laughs> oh, yeah. and Kendall's like, "Listen, you just got to get down. And you propose to the ball." And then he gets hit in his hand, which which proceeded to hurt a bit. Oh, that, but then did, did he get hit in the ankle? <laughs> yeah, that did, that the proposed one. That ball popped up so fast. I had no reaction time. Oh. The, how did you get? Hit? Was it Pat? Did Pat throw it? You know, see, I don't remember if we were trying to do like double play type I was, stuff. I think we were trying to turn two, and you took it to the ankle. That's what I think. What happened? <laughs> God, it hurts so much. Like, like right on the ball of the ankle, whatever that and, joint is called. And I tell you, Pat, Pat probably has the strongest arm of any of us. And it was just straight shot to Kendall's just ankle. Hilarious. It was good. He tried to walk it off. Didn't. He's like, that fucking hurt. <laughs> that was good. That was good stuff. Yeah, you got to propose to yeah. the ball. But um, we were doing, like, remember like Vito would do, like, softball practice? And uh, it was yeah. one of those days, and we were doing pop-ups. And I just, I was 
too far out and I'm like running in and just glove up, missed it. Ball hit me right in the face. Right like square on the nose. That hurt a lot. Oh, can I, uh, I'd like to segue because Massey, um, Massey wanted to discuss some end of the year NFL topics. Yes. And, um, Kyle, I believe you wanted to do that as well. Maybe. Well, can I share three fun stats from this NFL season, and then I can segue into, into some talk, you guys talking about some stuff? Yes. Yes. So there are three interesting stats that I, the three most interesting stats from the entire season of the uh, 2023 NFL season that I thought were the most interesting. Two are team related, one negative, one positive, and the other is division related. Uh, so the the positive one is for my ever so loathsome hatred team of the Green Bay Packers. Um, the Green Bay Packers were the first team in, I believe, over 37 years to not commit a turnover in the first quarter of any game during the entire season. Hmm. Interesting. The Carolina Panthers are the only team in NFL history to never have a lead in the fourth quarter of a game during an entire season. That one I knew. The Giants were doing that for a while. <laughs> and the uh, 2023 AFC North is the first division since 1935 for everybody to finish above 500. Well, that's actually impressive. Good division. Yeah, it's pretty cool because right after that, there, there's the the meme of all the guys in the minivan or in the work van, like singing and dancing, and the drivers looking miserable, and it's the Bengals because they're eliminated. <laughs> that's very funny. So let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this question: Do you think? Yeah. Do you think we're ever going to see a full division in the playoffs? Is, is it possible? Yeah. Yeah. Because think yeah, about if it, they, every, if they all go like, if they all if they all split and then win every other game, they're all fifth. They're all going to be fourteen and three. That's true. You know what I mean? Like that's super There's possible. No, right yeah. So I mean, you think? I mean, the Bengals were nine and eight, and I mean, they were how? I mean, what team? What was the record of the seven team? Steelers were ten and seven. So I mean, There's one game out of it. Yeah, I mean, right there, boom. You know. The Bills don't regain life, and there you go. Bengals are probably in. Yeah, I, especially with the new like playoff setup, I think we'll see that. Well, the thing is, is like it's it's just it's going to be really. You need three teams to be four teams to be really good. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean like, it. How how close were the Bengals to making it this year? They were, they were what the they were the nine seed I think. So it would have been like the Jaguars ahead of them. Well, what I mean, so like really, they they were a game off, right? Because yeah. the Steelers got in, they were ten and seven, so they were actually the Bengals were the eight seed due to tiebreaker, so they were right behind Pittsburgh. Also, I mean, it was it was so Pittsburgh was what the you said the seven, yep. yeah. So who was six? Six was uh, Houston. No, Houston. I don't know. Six was Cleveland. Six is no. Miami. Miami, and they were they were what eleven and oh, five. Yeah, yeah. They were six seed. Yeah, yeah. They're eleven and. So, so the Bengals were what two games off, really? Because I mean, the bang, the Steelers had the tiebreaker, so they would have had to have been ahead of the Steelers. Yeah. So I mean, it, it wasn't super far off. But again, remember if the if the Bills Bills lose two of those games, 
Miami would have sat comfortable in the division and the Bengals probably would have cleaned house. Miami's not yeah. a good football team. No. Well, that's. I think that's the really good thing. I think that's the really interesting thing about this NFL season is we learned two things about the NFL, and it's that the backup quarterback is a way more valued position than anybody thinks it is. Yep. And that you can have amazing football story without having a great team. and Because there, there are no great teams this year. No. The Ravens look like it, but everybody knows the Ravens will explode at some point. And if they don't, they don't. And then they prove everybody wrong. But the Ravens are going to blow up at some point. The, 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 the Chiefs have been subpar. The Dolphins have – they blew up a fucking division lead. The Bills look good right now, but can that be contained? You know, can that be contained? The Steelers are just happy to be here. The Cowboys probably will. I just, my thing is, I think the best thing in the world right now is, is I. There's only one thing I really wish, genuinely, really, really wish about the NFL this weekend. What's that? I wish Deshaun Watson was healthy. Why? Because then you would have Deshaun Watson against the Texans going to Houston. You have Tyreek Hill going to Arrowhead. You have Mike McCarthy hosting the Cowboys. And you have Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford against their former respective So the the script writers blew their load the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, do you guys think if Watson was healthy right now, he'd be playing? Like, if if, say he was healthy, like, he just got cleared. No. Oh, no. 100% not. Got to play the hot hand. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't. If he think... got cleared, if he got cleared, like after two Flacco starts, yes. But that, after yeah. five, no. I I agree. I I don't yeah. I don't see how you go back. You got Levi Wallace going to Buffalo. <laughs> there you go, pal. I like how you look, pal. I appreciate that you're always looking for the positive in your life. Uh, I was watching the Rich Eisen yep. show today, and one of the like, what ifs they said is like. What if Stafford goes to Detroit and wins, but gets injured, and then the next round is the Rams at Philly, and Carson Wentz goes back and beats them too? And then, and then you sign, and then you guys sign Garoppolo off of the waivers to beat the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Oh my God! If all of that happened, I think I would quit sports. If all of that happened, Mass, I would be buying every person I know a Jimmy Garoppolo Rams jersey. He's a Ram. He's a Ram. He's a Ram. He looked really good in black, uh, black and gold, blue and gold with frosted tips. Oh God! Yeah, you know, I, I think the I think the Lions would have been the number one seed if, if fucking Jared Goff wasn't so busy filming the Barbie movie all year. Yeah. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Um. <laughs> So uh, I think that really where we stand as a group here is, uh, you know, there, there's there's two overly excited fan bases and two super disappointed ones. I'm just going to – I'm going to spew how I feel about the four, and then I'll let you guys chime in. Um, I think that Mock was, was excited about this season. I thought that he was – I think that he was excited about where the defense could be. Where Jones and Barkley could 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 potentially take this offense with the addition of Darren Waller and Brian Dayball in his second year, and uh, the rug got pulled out from underneath them pretty quick, and yep. uh, and they couldn't really ever couldn't really ever catch themselves from from falling down, 
Um, you know, I think that there's, but I do think that th- there's some exciting things to look forward to for, for the, the upcoming offseason because the defense does look really good and has all year. Brian Dayball kind of started turning some things around from a coaching standpoint. Um, regardless of what the Giants do at quarterback, um, they're going to get a healthy Daniel Jones back, whether it's as a backup or a starter, and Tommy DeVito looked like a real like fighter, um, which was cool, but overall just really disappointing. Um, Rams and Steelers, I think kind of the same boat, just, you know, exceeded expectations and, you know, really hoping to just make a, make a wave in the playoffs. And then uh, for the Bears, uh, just a waste of 17 games. They uh, they should have just drafted, you know, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young last year. <laughs> it's, it's disappointing. How I, We sort of touched on it at, at one point. How much of a difference to you, if if at all, if Fields doesn't get hurt and um, what's-his-face doesn't play those four games, what, where do you see the season? The same or... Um, I don't know. I mean, because Fields came back and he was playing really good. So, like, you know, when would it, at what point in that four game stretch would it have turned around? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, who's the I guy? It was Badgen. Yeah, yeah, Tyson Badgen. What did yeah. he go in the four game stretch? Two and two. Two and two. Or was it one and three? Actually, I'm not sure. Remember. If it was, even if it say it's one and three, like I was gonna say, Fields may go two and two. I don't remember who they played, but like just kind of a safe, so so maybe a one game swing. I don't remember who they they played. I know they played the Chargers. They had a primetime game, which might have been that. That was the Chargers game because that was when Chris Collinsworth was saying that Justin Fields could learn a thing or two about football from Tyson Badgett, and everybody roasted him for it. <laughs> so I think Fields got hurt in the Raiders game. No, Tyson Badgett played that game. He got hurt in the Vikings game. So Badgett beat the Raiders, lost to the Chargers, lost to the Saints, and then beat the Panthers. So he won two, but, I mean, he beat the Panthers. And in the, in the Panthers game, he threw for, he was 20 for 39 on 140 yards. They scored 16 points against the worst team in the NFL. So I, I don't, you know. Right. I think Justin Fields wins that game comfortably. I think for Fields, I, I think for Fields, I'm not saying I don't I don't like Fields. I, I want them to stick with Fields. I do. But it doesn't make any sense from a management standpoint. And I think that the Bears would have had to make the playoffs for Justin Fields to stay, honestly. I think that's really looking at where every everything and every discussion is. I think that was kind of the threshold. The Bears needed to make a playoff run. A legitimate playoff run. Not this, like, they were in it until week 17 thing and had this weird chance if everybody, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the Rams ate spaghetti on Friday and the Saints, you know, didn't go to church, then they had a chance. <laughs> Not one of those types of things. Like, a legit, like, kind of in their own destiny type hands. And they didn't have it. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's out of my hands. It's out of my control. Yeah. Um, Kyle, were you saying something? Uh, I don't remember. What I was no. Well, how do you guys feel about your team's years? So, I mean, uh, the, the Giants, the Giants were very disappointing, like out of the gate. Um, just because you know Jones gets the big extension, Barkley has the, you know, he doesn't want to get tagged, but gets tagged, and and all that nonsense. But they come out 
just get smoked by Dallas week one. Sweet. Um, Jones gets hurt again. And I, as much as I want to, like, like Daniel Jones, we saw two backups come in and run the exact same offense and just play better. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that was just like the the writing on the wall there that this is... Do you think... this? This is not do you working. Think the Giants made a mis- do you think the Giants made a mistake rushing him back? Um, I mean, probably because you know he had like the neck injury, which honestly is probably worse than the ACL. Um, but it, it, it's just the last. Let's call it what he's been playing. This was his fifth year, I think. So. Every year, it's just the offensive line is bad. The offensive and the offensive line is bad. And again, I mean, the undrafted Devito came in and won three games with the same offensive line, the same everything. I mean, right, right then. I mean, I remember talking to you guys. I was like, that should be it. I mean, I know Jones is going to be on the team next year because he has to be, but. To me, the the ship has sailed. Uh, the I sent you guys like you know my my wish list for their off season already zero and one on that. Um, yeah, that with was with with Martindale leaving today, so that part sucks. You know, I hope he goes and is good because you know he's a great coordinator. I'd um, love to have him next year because we're not going to have the, most or the, the Giants defense. Has I mean I don't, I think is is very talented. I think there was a lot of times they were just on the field a lot, um. But there there's a couple of studs on there, and and they can be a, a formidable unit if they could get the offensive side figured out. I mean, you had two guys that didn't miss a defensive snap all year. That that's you know, there there's something to be said about that. Um. Same with the. Steelers and Rams, I mean, they, they got in, which is nice. Um, the Rams, I, I'm less surprised about just because, you know, last year was kind of almost like an anomaly. Because last year was when Stafford was hurt, right? Everybody just was kind hurt. Of, we were yeah, literally like, on our 11th O-lineman by week That's 10. what I mean. Like, So last year to me, it was you know, it was kind of like an anomaly where they were just banged up. Um. So this year, you know, they were they were back, you know, Stafford's back. And honestly, I think you're gonna start to see some more like aging quarterbacks kind of lean to take, you know, that that uh rest year as they get older. I mean, Stafford looks good. The Steelers, you know, they're 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 what they are. I mean me and Kyle have been arguing about it for the last few days. I mean, I, personally, I think um, they got to make some changes. But they're in the playoffs again, so good for them. Uh, the Bears are another one. Because the Bears, I don't think, are as bad as like they look. But they just, they just can't put it all together. Um, you know, I hope they do. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason if if Fields is truly out. 
to to sort of go in reverse order, we've we've sort of talked about this in the chat and on the show. The the Bears forever now have been stuck in this window of you know the 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 coach comes in and then you know they they draft a quarterback and then he's out or whatever and then then like they're they're missing they're like. Then, the, then the the, co- the new coach is coming into a quarterback that's not his, and and, and it's just like it's, it's a terrible cycle. They need to somehow get out of it, and to me, would would only be to literally start fresh, new quarterback, new head coach, just get on the same page. Because though I think they should keep Fields, I, I just don't see how how it's going to work. Because I I just feel like it's not it's not Eberflus's guy. I don't. Know. Um, Giants suffered the, you know, the injury bug and, you know, the Jones thing was kind of unfortunate. Um, I think I will say though, I think if Tyra Taylor doesn't get hurt, we don't, we don't know Danny DeVito's name. I thought he played well enough. Uh, it's a shame that he got hurt, sort of hurt twice. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh, it's, it's a tough read because in recent history, it's just been, you know, that's the team that's on the fringe of making the playoffs and requires so many things to have to happen. And they've been fortunate that they have been getting in, but they're not, they haven't been getting in on their own merit by wins recently. And I mean, you gotta be happy, you know, a play of appearance is a play of appearance, but the teams who are just happy to be that they never win. And, and unfortunately that's kind of what Pittsburgh has been. I, I, this, I'm hopeful, but I will not be surprised if you know it's a it's a one and out. And Rams, they're it's a solid. That's that's what the team looked like two years ago. And in in some ways, it might even be better. Um, so I think I think it's a team that could could make a, a deep dive in the playoffs. So excited for them. Thanks, guys. Uh, wish list. Well, hold on. I didn't get to say my part. Well, I just wanted to touch real quick, Kyle, before you go. I just wanted to comment on something Mock said about the um, about the Bears. Um, with the the interesting thing, I, I, I do what I foresee. Honestly, this is. I, I hope I'm wrong, but this is what I really see the Bears doing. To be honest with you, I foresee the Bears going the old school route of this, where I, I think that they're going to take Caleb Williams, and then they're picking nine, and I think that they're going. I think they're going to forego. F- a lot of assets to trade up to like three to get Marvin Harrison and just really like show the fans like, Hey, we're doing everything we can to be this team. And I, I think they're going to sacrifice a lot of future. That's mm-hmm. fair. For them to get up to three, but it would cost them a lot. And I, I just, that's what I really see happening. And I don't see it working to be honest with you. Because I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Eberflus, I think Eberflus's head coaching job has been saved because of how good the defense has played. But I think the fact that they still folded under severe pressure and that they they still can't put together solid games speaks a lot of volumes to him as a head coach. And and the defense speaks more to him being a good coordinator than it does to him being a good head coach. So. What the Bears really need to do is they need to go back to Kansas City, get Matt Nagy, hire him as the <laughs> offensive coordinator, demote Eberflus to D.C., and get Lovey Smith back. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
And I have a better shot at winning the lotto 16 times in a row than I have. <laughs> so, Kyle, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. So, my stance on the Bears thing, I, I think personally you should keep Fields. And I think this is this draft, they have an opportunity to really build around him instead of, you know, taking another quarterback. Just my personal opinion. You know, I think you can, you can get a top alignment and a top receiver pairing with DJ Moore. And if Field sucks this year, then you can move on. But at least no, you I gave him the opportunity. I agree with you, Kyle. I, I, do, I totally do. I'm just saying from, from, a, from a financial standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. No, no. I, I get all that. I'm just saying, like, my personal opinion, that's what I feel like they should do. The Giants got hit by the injury bug. Uh, Evan Neal seemed to be a draft bust. The Giants don't really like. Besides Andrew Thomas, they haven't really had good luck drafting offensive linemen. Because they they keep doing this cool thing. That's inter- is that they keep drafting guys that are like left tackles and then just put them on the right side, <laughs> and it's not working out. Like they should just stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I, I I get what you're saying, Mark. I know that. Like um, just, just stop doing that. Sorry, go I ahead. Think, I just think the Giants just put money on your offensive line and then really get better weapons through the draft because in my opinion, all the receivers are kind of the same fucking thing. They're all mostly slot guys instead of, you know, wide receiver ones or twos. Yeah. A bunch of threes out there. And that's why they can't get separation. That's why Jones gets hit all the time. Just my personal opinion. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's just what I see. The defense is good. Um, the Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford has proven he can win in this league well, times and time again. So with him healthy, you kind of think that they're going to win games, which they did because he had a full healthy year. Their defense is a little shaky, but everybody expected it. The Rams put up 30, and they gave up 29. That's how they win games. And the Steelers is just like a roller coaster. That was just the first half of the season. What was that? That was just the first half of the season. I know, but I'm just saying in general. Like, that's what everybody expected from them. And then the Steelers is just a big roller coaster, you know? They start off the season great, you know, everybody's happy. Then every year, they, they lose the two or three games that they're not supposed to, and it's fire Mike Tomlin. And then when, the, when everything's against them, he finds a way to win big games in December, put them in a spot, everybody loves him again. That's just the type of coach he is. You know, there's some games that he doesn't coach him up. They've all admitted to it, especially the Arizona game. They all came out and said, we didn't really have the mindset of this game. And then in December, they go out and win three in a row. Yes, they needed help, but it wasn't like they needed four teams to lose. They just needed the Jaguars or the Bills to lose. They put themselves back in that situation to be in the playoffs. I don't see them ever letting – I don't see Mike Tomlin leaving until he wants to go. Like, he just, he's a good coach. You're not going to find anybody better than him. He's been there for 17 years. And uh, Mason Rudolph saved our season. Who would have thought? <laughs> you say that until you guys fire Mike Tomlin for Ron Rivera. <laughs> 
Yikes. Eric B. Enemy. I'll take him as an offensive coordinator. Nope, head coach. I'll take basically anybody as an offensive coordinator. I don't know. Like, defense, I mean, the last three games, besides the Raven game, that game was just torrential downpour. You know, the offense actually put up 30 points to help the defense, which never happens. I have a question about uh, not one of our teams. Yeah, yeah, Jaguars suck. Oh yes, but do, I, I'd like to know: Do you guys think that what Matt Lafleur did with the the Packers was impressive, or do you think it was like I know they can be a little bit of both? Do you think it was leaning more towards impressive or more towards just kind of a mediocrity in the in the NFC? Because at the end of the yeah. day, at the end of the day, it came down to. If the Packers win, they were in, but if they lost, then New Orleans could potentially get in or Seattle could potentially get in. Seattle super underperformed, and New Orleans was second place in the worst division we've seen in a while. So, like, I'm just curious, like, did Matt LaFleur, like, redeem himself as a really good head coach, or did the NFC's mediocrity kind of just play a really big part in that? And you're... I, I know both. both are, are true. I know both are true, but like, if you had to pick the lean one way or the other, even if it's fifty-one forty-nine, I would say decent coach. I would also say that. Yeah. Just, and, and just because I mean, he was able to get like Jordan Love. I don't think is like a, a stud quarterback, but he was able to get him to bounce back after a couple of bad losses. Yeah, fuck you guys. Well, not not to pander or anything, but I think there is more to be said for the NFC South being as bad as it was, and for the NFC North to kind of be in a weird spot where, you know, we expected the Lions to be good, and actually, I think in the room, I think we, I feel like we would have expected the Lions to be a little bit better than they were. Not that they disappointed, I just expected them to be a little bit better than what the record shows. The Vikings kind of had a weird thing happen, losing Kirk Cousins for the year. I mean, they had a, a, a point where it seemed like that um, what's-his-face from the Cardinals was going to be the savior, but that was a flash in the pan. And losing Justin Jefferson for that period of time. like The, the Vikings were at one point was in a position to kind of be more uh, of a force than they were. And, you know, I think those, those things don't happen. I think the Packers find themselves as kind of the odd team out because they, they didn't do anything that impressive this year. Not, not that I saw. They they won games, but they were in the same type of position, kind of that Pittsburgh was in. They're like the la- one of the last seeds to to make it in. Which I mean, the, every year there's those teams. There's always the going to be like the on the on the fringe. The, the most impressive thing they did was beat Detroit on Thanksgiving, pounding Detroit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was their that was their claim to fame on the year. I don't know. I, I I just don't think I don't think Matt Lafleur is really that good of a coach. I really don't. I I look. I mean, I think he's fine. I think I think the you only know, like, reason, I think the only reason the Packers made the playoffs was because Aaron Jones missed all that time, and he was able to be a, a, like the healthy load carrier for the end of the year. Fuck him. No, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like he, he's playing football at a healthy clip right now on on basically a season's rest 
and and he's like he's carrying that team. He's been carrying that team for the past three weeks. Really happy for him. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, me neither. I hope he dies. <laughs> I hope he dies by tearing his ACL and falling into a pool of mouse traps. Yeah, it's a rough way to go. Imagine the sound. Just like that. Or well, go EBT, EBT. <laughs> So the the checklists. Also, Brown uh, Brown's like most surprising team of the year, correct? Yes. To me, anyway. I'd say the Texans are more surprising. I don't know. I think I think the Browns like being legitimately like basically the two seed. But they're not. It, it's the another thing. Seed. Like it's not but often they, they where... are basically the two seed. Are but it's also, how often do you see where, like, the the starter goes down and then, like, the backup, see, are, and then, you know, see, the, that's, that's the guy off that's the not a surprise. couch? Like, that wasn't as... I mean, it is, because even with... Before the season. That's a big surprise. No, no, but I mean, even with, even with Watson there, like, the Browns weren't supposed to do anything. They were a playoff team last year, weren't they? Uh... I no, remember. I don't think they were so. definitely a playoff team the year before that. And I would, I would say that the Browns are basically the two seed because they're better than Kansas City and better than Buffalo with the same record. They're mm. not the two seed because of the way the NFL works its seeding, but they're better than the two teams ahead of them, or they're better than the three teams ahead of them by a long shot. I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, <clears throat> well, anybody can win any game at any point in time, but on paper, at the end of this season, the Browns are better than Kansas City, and they're better than Buffalo. Over a, over a 17-game stretch, there's no way. Oh, Kyle, John Morant's out for the rest of the year. Is he really? really? Season-ending shoulder surgery today. Huh. There goes your MVP odds there, Solzy. Interesting. Okay. No, it's on Franz Wagner. <laughs> well, he was my he was my front runner anyway. <laughs> it was between him and Luke Cornett. How do you not root for the MVP when he's got ice in his veins? Great. Right. Anybody else? I just I think the Browns are more surprising in my in my opinion. Just to to, to be eleven and sit eleven and five. Or whatever the hell they what are they eleven and five, eleven and six, mm-hmm. as dominating as they were. Like the the Texans, like for me, the only thing with the Texans is like I think that they're they are a lot better than they thought than I think people gave them credit for. I think they they were very surprising, but when you look at when you look at the the Browns were able to go eleven and six with five starting quarterbacks on the year, have the number one defense in the NFL. Have lose the lose the arguably the best RB one in, in the entire game, the first game of the season, and be toe to toe with the number one seeded team in the NFL all year long. I think it says a lot. Uh, the 
The Texans are just, to me, are a little less surprising because of how bad the rest of the division really is. Because, I mean, well, let's be realistic. If it wasn't, if Anthony Richardson didn't go down, the Colts would have been worse. Minshew saved that, saved that team. Because the Colts were looking kind of shitty. Yeah. In my it's so I think yes. there's there's merit to both. I mean, I I think the the, the uh, devil's advocate here to save the day. No, no, I would say that the Texas were surprising is like it's a bunch of young players, rookie quarterback, blah blah blah. But everything you said about the Browns is true. They they, you know, everyone I think expected the Browns even to be good, not best in the NFL. Good, you know, you lose Nick Chubb, perhaps the best you know running back, you lose him for the year. You know, you get Kareem Hunt you know, in the mix and, you know, he kind of like this renewed life and you go through all these quarterbacks, especially with Watson kind of underperforming in a lot of ways to just, you know, get hurt, shut down for the year. Guy comes, you know, off sitting on the couch and wins him four or five games, whatever it is. I mean, that, that is, it's just the Browns season was just strange. It's. It, it also, I mean, really, if you look historically at the Browns, it was the most like, Unbrowns season we've seen. I mean, this is a team we've seen them win, you know, four games in five years at times. Like they they were always like historically bad. And then this year when they went out and lost star players, they still were able to yeah, put wins together. Like, that, that's fair. There's something to be said for it. Browns teams in the past who would have suffered the same thing would have crumbled immediately. This one yes. didn't. Kyle, what's your Pittsburgh Steelers checklist? Kyle had to go. You texted Steelers. Kyle texted the group. He had to step off. Oh, didn't see that. Yeah. Um. So, Mark, you kind of sent yours in the in the groups. You want to go over it real quick before we sign off? Uh sure. I mean, <laughs> as I I told you guys before, I'm already zero for one. Um. The biggest thing I wanted them to do this uh, the Giants this offseason was to retain uh Martindale. And you know, that didn't happen. Um unfortunately he he resigned today. Uh the other thing I I really hope they can figure out a way to keep Barkley. I mean, from everything I see um Barkley wants to be in New York. He wants to finish his career there. I, I hope they can work that out because he he is a very, very important part of their offense. Um, I I mean I I think they have to figure out how to re-sign McKinney. Um, he you know he's their defensive quarterback. Um. Especially, I mean, uh, how often do you guys see where a guy doesn't miss a snap? Like, I, really, almost on either side of the ball, but like for an entire season, especially defensively, just like there's so many different schemes and and you know packages for someone to not miss a snap is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I think Isaiah Simmons has to be resigned. He he was very good for them from coming over from Arizona. Um. I, I hope they can keep Slayton around. 
And, and and it's mostly like he's not a number one wide receiver, but I mean to me he's like the perfect receiver on the Giants. You know he he's been their leading receiver four out of the last five years. I I hope I hope they can keep him around. Um, there was a fourth guy, and I can't remember the name. <laughs> you know. I, I hope Sterling Shepard just retires. I don't want to see him on another team. It's just going to bother me. I think he mostly will. just because I I like him. Um, I I think he's going to retire though. I I think he's going to be all done. Um, dude, I'm trying to find my list here. But, I mean, that's I I hope to God they don't trade up for a quarter. Like if they trade up to the one pick, I'm going to be pissed. It'll be the dumbest thing. They'll be the Panthers. They're not a quarterback away from contending. They already said they're starting Jones next year when he's healthy. So, like, why would you trade up and mortgage, like, next year's picks to get... I don't, I don't, I, think, the Giants, I don't think the Giants trade up. I don't think so either. But, I but do it, think it's just something that I, keeps popping up, and it's like, come on. I do think it's very possible they take a quarterback at that spot, though, or or trade for Justin Fields. They could. I could see I them mean, trading it like a. I could see them trading their third round pick for Fields. The thing that's tough with trading for Fields, when when's he due for the extension? He's got one more year on his rookie deal because once we trade, he's him, got one more year. Him. You have to. I mean, the rookie extension by. Well, no. Uh, once you trade him, you can't do it. Yeah. Although I wonder how, like, if the Bears p- pick it up. If the Bears just... pick it up and then trade him. They can it's do so it, but I, I remember reading something about it. But like, I think if the Bears do that, then they're liable to pay for it. I think I think that's how it is. So the Bears aren't going to do that unless the team agrees to accept that salary. Well, no, the Bears like I think it's like a weird thing. Like the Bears have to pay that fifth year option regardless. I think mm-hmm. they do. So like the the I mean the Giants could send them cash in the trade. Can you trade cash in the NFL? Yeah. Yes. You can trade anything in the NFL. Legitimately, you can trade. You can trade equipment. Yeah, yeah. Player was traded for equipment before. That was fun. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I do hope. I mean, for me in the draft, ideally, is they if they can get one of these high end wide receivers. I mean, of don't, course, the 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 dream is is Harrison, but I don't. What's think your pick? Be there. What pick are you guys at? We are at six. Don't don't draft in my and I. From everything I've saw, it'd be such a waste for you guys to draft the receiver at six. Because Harrison's like the guy, he's not gonna be there at six. And then there's just so many receivers after that that you can you can trade up into the late round of the first and get one there instead of instead of reaching so far ahead when you can get another who's that, edge who's the other one? Neighbors? He'll probably there's be so in many, there's three coming out of Washington alone. Yeah. Um but again, like I, I don't think they need to spend the high end pick on a on another offensive lineman. Like, you know, they still draft linemen, but in, invest in a skill position. Um, especially if you're gonna give Jones one more year. I mean, give him and give him a true one. You know, I, Wendell Robinson, I think, is a great player. He he definitely like broke out the last couple. You know, call it the last four or five games, but he he's really good. You know, Slayton is just consistent. Jalen Hyatt, I mean, I was so excited about this kid coming into the season, and they just didn't use him. 
Granted, I think he had at least five, like, 40-yard catches called back for holding. Yeah, but, that was incredible. <laughs> like, he had a ton of them. And and he he was making big play, like, but they just weren't using him. And, and I, I couldn't really figure out why. Um, you know, Waller, just have that guy sit till next season. Don't need him getting hurt. But it, it, it's a bummer that Martindale left because uh, – that defense ran very smoothly. I think he had like the right guys at the right spots. It's just hopefully whoever comes in can can kind of keep the momentum going. Why why did he leave? Just to so from what I saw, they fired like his two assistants, and those were like his guys. Uh huh. So then he resigned. Got it. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's the specific. Re- that's just like the tweet. You know, that's like the the rumors that they they fired those two guys, and and so then he resigned. So I don't know if they were gonna fire him net, like which would have just been so stupid. But I I don't know why they got rid of anybody on the defensive side of the ball. I I don't understand that at all. But this is what it is. The real bummer in the wing thing is me and a buddy at work were like walking. You know, we just punch out. We're walking to the parking lot, and I was like, "Yeah, it looks good." Like they they're saying he should be back. That's you know that's the most important thing. I got in the car and looked down. And I was like, "Wink resigned." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> just really cool timing. <laughs> well, we got plenty of. We got. I mean, we got what? How we got mass? How long do we have until the next until the combine? Um. Like Three months. Week. Two months. How long? Two months. <laughs> I guess the comment doesn't really matter. So when's the draft? It's in April. April. End of April. End of April. So all right. So Mark, I mean, listen, you, you, I'm you right back I... in the Giants' optimism, baby. Yep. Next you and season. I got you and I got four months to just sit here and think about all the things that we're smarter than our GMs about. <laughs> I used to laugh. Uh, a buddy of mine was a is a vikings fan and i used to i was like the vikings fan have a phrase or it's just like hey there's always next year and then and then since then the giants have sucked <laughs> yeah that's been my phrase since i was born just hey there's always next season yeah at this point i'm starting to be like hey you know what there's always 2030 <laughs> i'm telling you mike while, while all these uh while all these losers watch their playoff contending teams you should come watch some hockey with me it's fun listen we can we can work that out we could watch oh. hockey like how me and Kendall used to watch basketball. <laughs> well, yeah, except I like hockey and Kendall didn't like basketball, so no. I'll watch the hockey. But it's just so funny. We would watch but, the first quarter and then watch like the office. But we can play this. We can play the switch while we watch it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and I'll I'll make some uh I'll make some uh Philly cheesesteak nachos. Fuck, I'm still staring at the amiibo cards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had him on Saturday. I had Mark's Christmas gift in my car on Saturday, on Sunday, but he didn't come. Yep. <laughs> Mazzy, how was the costume you guys? Like full as always. Nice. Would you describe it as uh, smoky or or smooth? Uh yes. All right, <laughs> Mark. How was your water? It was wet. Guess they're drinking that dry water. <laughs> Kendall, how was your uh, whatever awful stuff you had? No, I had no high life. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. How was the awful stuff you had? Very good. It's a goaded beer. I prefer it out of the bottle, but still good out of the can. Are those the cans from my house? They are. You didn't drink them on New Year's Eve. You said you were going to. I didn't drink so, them. Well, I was actually, um, I was going to see them for, I was going to do a, a six pack of beers at one night, but then because I was feeling kind of crappy, I just wanted to kind of go light today. Words are never spoken by Kendall. I had the Banana Foster's Stout 2023 Bourbon County line. Um, it is a obviously Imperial Stout made from the Goose Island Company. Bottled at 13.9%, so one of the lower ABV stouts. Um, definitely not... Um, no banana. So that want, want that to be known very clearly for all the banana haters out there. Mock. Um, I don't hate bananas. I thought you hated bananas. No, I, I, oh, actually, I no, enjoy that, them. They that, just make me was, feel like shit. That was bukkakis you didn't like. Not <laughs> My bad. Um, so... Uh, if you've ever, I don't know if anyone here had a banana foster. Has anyone here ever had a banana foster before? No. Nope. Is that some type of Skittle? <laughs> yes. Is that some type of <laughs> So banana foster, is a, it's like a dessert. It's caramelized bananas with ice cream. Oh, it's the like actual apple. dessert. Yes, I've had bananas foster. Yeah, so it, it's kind of, it, it kind of has the creaminess that you would get from a banana foster, but not the spices. Um... Banana Foster Kendall is basically just a banana pie a la mode, hmm. essentially. Just no, it, it, just no crust. Sounds good. There's rum in it. Oh, well, you don't like rum, so you can't have it. No, listen, rum gets my engines going. You said come. it's um, it's 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 relatively smooth. It's got it's got a creaminess quality to it. Um, a little on the sweeter side. I would say three point seven five. Uh, I will drink again because there's more in my cabinet. Mark, where can they find us? Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's picking Scooter Jeanette because you're cheating or, you know, looking forward to next year. Quick side note, just because it popped up, uh, Kendall mentioned uh, Jake Browning's uh, lady friend, and it just came up on my fake Sports Center Facebook app. Her Facebook page, and it's like she's trying to earn them that starting gig. <laughs> yeah, like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Oh, uh, so yeah, there we go. We're back. It's 2024, bigger, better, and, and more mass than ever. Hell yeah, <laughs> more mass than ever. But until then, I'm your host, Stephanie Threadler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. No. I'm the Master of Spassing. And the Rat of Red Baron. Yeah.